Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today. I know it's been a really long time since I've come out with my last episode. I think it's been like two weeks, maybe even three weeks now. I just want to apologize, guys. I've been really busy. Uh, Apparently, you know, in the summer, people are actually busy in the summer. I didn't actually know that. (laughs) So I've been busy with work. I've been busy with doing things, getting ready for school, all that nonsense. But... I finally found some time to at least start making a podcast episode, so here it is. And a lot of things, the good news about uh, waiting so long for making a podcast is that a lot of things have happened since then. For example, uh, Afghanistan, I'm sure most of you have heard about Afghanistan. Afghanistan is a big mess right now. There's the Taliban, they've pretty much taken over Afghanistan. Uh, Biden's leaving and he's leaving a mess behind him as he leaves Afghanistan. So let's just start with Afghanistan. Afghanistan, we've been fighting for Afghanistan against the Taliban ever since 9-11. So President Bush started it. And when he started fighting the Taliban, the first thing he did is he said, okay, well, let's train the Afghanistan soldiers so that they can also fight for themselves. So that's what he did. He trained them to rely on our air support which was a huge mistake. When you train people to rely on you, that's a massive mistake. So what if you can't be there to help them? Which is exactly what's happening right now. So we trained them to rely on our air support and we fought against the Taliban and eventually the Taliban were pushed into one little corner of Afghanistan. It was pretty much, they pretty much lost. And then, unfortunately, it started acting like Vietnam. We couldn't officially eliminate the Taliban. They were they kept growing in numbers slowly and we couldn't eliminate them. We couldn't figure out how they were growing either. So eventually, uh, Trump started pulling troops out of there. Although he wasn't leaving a mess behind him, he pulled troops out of there, he cleaned up after his mess. So he'd pull troops out, he'd bring everything that those troops had with them back. He wasn't doing it in a hurry or anything like that. It was just slowly leaving. And now Biden was just like, you know what, we're just going to send everyone back all at once. Just send them all back. And that left a mess there. Now, uh, he left, I can't remember how many troops left, but now he's sending thousands and thousands of troops back to Afghanistan just to keep the Taliban from killing more U.S. soldiers and U.S. citizens. So what's happened there is Biden said, well, let's bring all of the troops back and hope for the best. I bet the Afghanistan soldiers can fend for themselves. Well, they can't. We stopped giving them air support, and the Afghanistan soldiers are trained to rely on their air support. So, as I'm sure you're aware, it didn't work out very well. Uh, the Afghanistan soldiers lost. 57,000 uh, Afghan soldiers were lost. The Afghanistan, uh, the Taliban took over the Afghanistan, and they took over the palace and declared a new country. This new country, or Afghanistan, we used to be Afghanistan, is now called the United Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Just think about that for a second. Terrorists now officially have a nation. That's that's scary. So, something, I've been thinking about this, and I kept arguing with myself, well, should we have left, or should we have gone back, or, I don't know. 
And I learned that 57,000 Afghan soldiers were killed by the Taliban. So Afghanistan was obviously fighting against the Taliban with us. And I also learned something else. This fight was over extremely quickly. They didn't have, the Taliban does not have the support of the people. The thing is though, uh, the, F, the Taliban, they're a uh, guerrilla type terrorist organization. So they use guerrilla tactics. They'll attack and then they'll disappear. Then they'll attack and then they'll disappear. So without our air support, without us in there, Afghanistan can never really fend for themselves. So I just kept arguing with myself. Well, should we go there and should we free Afghanistan again? But then how would we do that? Or should we just leave and leave it alone, ignore it? It's going to be an embarrassment, but should we? And I finally came upon the decision. We need to go back. Afghanistan wasn't necessarily a free nation, but it was more free than what it is right now. The Taliban have taken over Afghanistan. They are going to oppress people abuse them like the uh, radical Islams do because that's what they are. They are the Taliban are radical Islamic terrorists they will oppress us they will oppress every single one of their citizens we need to go back there with the full might of the United States force and we need to annex Afghanistan now I'm no, I sound like a horrible empire or something like that I sound like Hitler almost and I'm sorry but the only way to free Afghanistan permanently is to retake it from the Taliban and annex it. And when we annex it, we can put their former leader, whoever their former leader was. I don't even pay attention to Afghanistan politics. I just heard this on the news. So we take their former leader, whoever it was, and we give them direct government control over Afghanistan. So technically, they're annexed by us, which means we can have military bases in there. We can protect them very easily from the Taliban. But they can make their own rules, their own laws. And they will not be counted in the United States Census or United States taxes. They can make their own taxes. As uh, you should remember, you know, uh, no taxation without representation. That was a major reason why we, bro we broke up from England. So they should be able to make their own taxes if they want. We will support them with military support and we will train them to not rely on our military. We will train them to rely on themselves. We will give them an air force and we will train them to use it wisely. I want Afghanistan to be eventually a strong United States ally. Unfortunately, with the Taliban in charge, that's really, really, really hard to do. So let's go back to this disaster, Biden's disastrous exit. Uh, something I saw on a picture is when the Taliban took over the palace, I saw a Taliban member with a United States gun. I think it was an M16, but I'm not sure. I don't know my military guns very well. And that's just like, really? You're holding an American-made gun in your hand, taking over the palace. Well, where'd you get that gun? Some would say we, uh, we sold it to the Taliban. Others would say... It was left behind in Biden's rush to leave or to make all the military members leave. It could be either one. I'm not sure how. Either way, it was one of our mistakes. So I look on the news and I'm expecting to see all these world leaders 
uh, denouncing Biden for his mistakes and his mess up. The first thing I see, the United Kingdom's military defense. Uh, what do you call them? General of military defense or whatever they call it there. I don't know. They have a different government than us and it's awkward and weird socialist. Anyways, he's blaming Trump for this mess up. Blaming Donald Trump. Donald Trump started leaving Afghanistan and he left nothing behind. He slowly brought the troops back while being able to protect the United States citizens there without a massive takeover by the Taliban. Now, Biden is in charge right now. Biden is the, oh gosh, I can't remember it. Sorry, I'm, I have uh, brain, uh, what do you call them, brain farts, and it's just like I forget obvious names. Anyways, Biden's in charge of the military right now. So, just think about that. How can this be Trump's fault when Biden is in charge? Biden is the one that said, let's bring every single American troop that we possibly can back. How can that be Trump's fault? It's not. This is Biden's fault. Biden needs to take responsibility. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. has made enough mistakes in his life. And I'm getting very, very, very sick and tired of looking at the news and reading a list of mistakes made by the United States government. It's time that we redo the government. It's time that the law-abiding states of America form their own union, and this time a real union, not a so-called United States of America that isn't so united. No, a real union. You can call it the Confederate States of America, you can call it whatever you want, but it's time that the law-abiding states of America form their own union. And it just so happens that these law-abiding states of America are southern states. We have Florida, we've got Iowa, we've got uh, Texas, pretty much any southern state back there. And I know Iowa isn't a southern state, but <laughs> they're pretty Republican, so <laughs> just add them to the list. Also add South Dakota. Most of, the America, most of America's breadbasket is actually Republican. So if there were another civil war, the so-called Union would have a hard time defending themselves and feeding themselves it's about time though that we take control that the conservatives law-abiding citizens and law-abiding states take control it's time to end the idea that the government is for the people or Sorry, that the people are for the government and not the other way around. This ideology that's going around. People saying, well, the government's here to help the people. And these are liberals saying it, which you're true. You're right. The government is here to help us. We are the people. But they're failing to realize what that actually means. They're making excuses saying, well, if the government's here to help us, they should be paying for all this nonsense. Well, the issue is that if they pay for free school, free college, uh, which is school, sorry, and free healthcare and free, I don't know, monthly stimulus checks like they're doing right now, who is going to work? Who is going to work and pay those taxes for those people? The rich are. The mega rich are. You're just going to increase the so-called wage gap that you supposedly hate. You're just going to increase the supposedly inequality between the rich and the poor. 
They're so mindless. The government's here to help us. By help us, I mean they're here to defend the people, and the people are also here to defend themselves. That is why we have the Second Amendment. We have guns so that we can defend ourselves if the government tries to take over, which is what it's trying to do right now. The government is here to help us so they can help protect us, help defend us with a military. They can also impose a couple taxes to help pay for interstates. Uh, what else could they pay for? You know, I'm not really sure. We are paying for so many things that are useless right now that I'd have to think that over, what we really need to be paying for. The United States of America took in 19 point some trillion dollars just recently. I think it was 2018, that year. And that's with taxes and trade and all that nonsense. That's amazing. We could take in more. In fact, we could be the strongest economy in the world permanently. All we need to do is rely on ourselves. We need to stop relying on supposedly stronger nations. And we need to stop relying on the government. No, we need to build ourselves up. We need to stop relying on China for manufactured goods. We need to rely on ourselves. Build up the factories. I don't care what the environmentalists think. I don't care about that. And those people who call worker unions? Really? The minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. I guarantee you, you will get paid double at least that amount if you work at a factory. It's just a confusing thing how liberals, they try to push and turn all this sort of nonsense on us. At my workplace, I live in a very, very Republican area, but we have a new um, guy who's from California, and obviously he's very liberal. And he occasionally talks about his liberal beliefs, and he talks about how he just, he just wants free school and free health care. Every single developed nation has that stuff. That's not true. Every single nation I can think of that has that is almost second world. At least every nation that has both of it. Every developed nation has one of them, free healthcare. And they sort of have a free school version. It's like somewhat paid for. But I mean, have you ever heard of a public school and a public college? We have free school and we have somewhat free college. Honestly, we don't need free healthcare. We can't afford free healthcare. What we need to do with this budget is we need to look at it and we need to say, what do we need? Well, we need a large military. We need to spend $1.5 trillion of that $19 trillion that we make on a military, period. We also need to spend around $3 trillion on so-called infrastructure, which is upgrading the interstates and making sure they stay in place and stay well-maintained. Then we can put another $5 trillion towards government employees. So that's what, 5 plus 8, that's $8 trillion. Or sorry, 5 plus 3, it's $8 trillion plus the 1.5, that's $9.5 trillion, which means we have another $10 trillion left in the bank. We can spend all that $10 trillion towards uh, the uh, deficit, eliminating the deficit and paying off interest. That is what we need to do. We need to lower the corporate taxes because believe it or not did you know that the corporate uh businesses actually need money in order to pay you more whoa interesting right you know what will give companies more money lowering their taxes you know what they'll do with that money yeah they'll keep some of it they'll also believe it or not 
they'll give some of it back to their employees. For example, that's what happens with me and some of my coworkers. We're given raises, we're given uh, gift cards randomly, depending on how well we work, all that kind of stuff called bonuses. It's amazing. This is another short episode, guys. I'm working on something. I keep saying this, but I actually am working on something that's going to be a very, very long episode. Um, it's plan- I plan to cover a lot of space with it, lay out a bunch of ideas to you guys with it. The problem is I'm trying to find a good video editor for it. My last video editor wasn't able to, uh, it wasn't able to do what I needed it to do. So I'm looking for a different software. And it's, it's taking a little while longer than I wanted it to. But thank you guys for tuning in. See y'all whenever I can. Adios. God bless you.